0: Good afternoon. You're listening to k Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin.
1: Well, good afternoon and happy Monday.
0: It's a Monday fun day, we decided. Oh, Monday, fun, fun day, day. Monday, Monday. Starting fun the week day. out right. We all we thought yeah, you need to do that on a Monday.
1: You need to do that on even a Monday. If it's Absolutely.
0: Like kind of if you're in that doldrums and oh, Monday, Monday, you know. Or even if you had a really kicking weekend and you're just tired from right. it. Either way, Mondays can be a little strange, Yeah, different.
1: So this is going to kick off your Monday. If it That's wasn't right. great all day, it's going to be great starting right now. So you're tuned into The Bright Side. This is Alexis Robin. I'm a life coach and business coach in town here in Tahoe. And I'm with my favorite co-host, Jennifer Scanio of KTHO Radio. And we are in part two of the four-part series, Finding Your Feel Good. Last week, we talked about how to know if it's time to quit your job, and the reason why we kicked off Finding Your Feel Good with that is because if you're in a job that you're miserable in or that you're unhappy in, um, that can really put a damper on your life, and so um, I wanted to talk about that last week. This week, we're going to be talking about creating sacred spaces, and one of the reasons uh, that we want to create sacred spaces is to create a place where you can go to think and decompress and ruminate on things that are going on in your life and really give you space for that now the next two weeks will bring us nurturing relationships that energize you as well as knowing your fuel so figuring out things that um that fuel you probably not that large
0: pizza either
1: uh, some days it may be, but most of the time probably not <laughs> so and and finding out what your kryptonite is too. so um, <laughs> so carrying on with today creating sacred spaces. So one of the things that I have noticed, uh, over and over in life coaching and and even business coaching is that a lot of people come to get life coaching and business coaching services because they have a hard time creating the time and space in their own life to do it on their own. So it's like if you have an appointment, you're willing to go and carve that time out and not get interrupted. But if you're trying to do it on your own and let's say you carve out an hour and somebody calls you and says, hey, we really need you to do this, it's a lot easier to blow off than if you have an appointment and you've paid for the time. So, um, so along those lines, we'll be talking about creating physical spaces here, but I want you to also be thinking about creating those, um, the time spaces for yourself to, um, to think about things and to really, um, decompress and, and be intentional about where you're going in your life. And, um, and plan time and space for that. And same thing with your business, having that time and space to pull back from the everyday operations and look at it and think, what you know, where am I trying to go here? What am I doing? What's the big picture? Am I on track? Am I off track? Um, so that's really kind of talking about that metaphorical space or that time space. Um, but I want to talk about the physical space. And when you're thinking about creating physical space, there is a a belief in in studies that show that your internal life mirrors your external life. So we've talked about this in other shows before, but where um, if you're if you think about the area in your home that is brings you the least amount of satisfaction. So like if you can go to that one place where you're like, "Oh, yeah, that place." Um, Generally, if you think about what that represents in your life or what space that is, that's a good place to start working on improving your life.
0: So if you have like a room in your house, is that Mm -hmm. what you're saying? That you just like uh, close the door to that room? Right,
1: right. So if you have a... um, So let's say you've got like one of your least favorite rooms or your messiest room or most disorganized or never finished uh, decorating it mm-hmm. is your bedroom. This happens a lot of times for parents with young children. It's like, well, what's the area of least satisfaction? Well, my bedroom, it's dark, it's, you know, cluttered. It's got piles of stuff everywhere. And then I'll say, well, tell me about your kid's room. It's like, oh, it's so cute. It's painted pink. It's got the, you know, the decorations, the comforter matches the walls. And you start to look and oftentimes um, this is a very simple example, but But you'll notice that that parent is putting their child's needs before theirs constantly and never taking the time to take care of their stuff Um, instead of making it a balance. It's like it's all about the kid, none about the parent. And you can see that reflected in their bedrooms at home. Mm -hmm. So that's just one simple example of how that works. The... But what I'm talking about today is really finding a little spot in your house because obviously we're not all going to run home and like renovate and redecorate our house today (laughs) or clean everything out, although you might, you might. Um, But to find, create a little sacred space, whether it be in your home, in your garden, it might be um, in your living room or Uh it might even be in your office or your cubicle. You can create a little sacred space there. And if you don't have a spot, like let's say you live in a small apartment, you share it with somebody and they have lots of stuff and you don't really get your space. It might be out in the meadow somewhere. Yeah. You might find a sacred space out there. But... Um you want to start to create this space. Um, and again, sometimes it could be as small as a windowsill Uh or like one little chair in a corner with a picture (laughs) hung by it. Um, for other people, it's their entire living room. And for some people it's their entire home. And that's certainly what you would want to get to at some point in your life is having a home that feels sacred to you. So when you go there, you feel like you can rest, you're safe, um, you're invigorated, you're inspired, but it's just, it's your sacred space. So, um, when you start here, you want to start with choosing a soul pleasing palette. So, in order to find your soul pleasing palette, um, some of us know. Like, w- what are your favorite
0: colors, Jen? Just off the bat. Yeah, well, I, it depends. I mean, pink is always my kind of my signature color, my favorite okay. color. But I mean, I would never paint my bedroom pink or anything like that. Well, right, and we're not <laughs> talking about walls necessarily. I, mean, I wouldn't drive a pink car or anything. But um, I, I tend to, if I'm looking at colors, I like deep vibrant colors. So like the jewel tones. Yeah. Okay, so
1: um so you want to think about those colors that you love the most and you don't want to think about so I'm sure Jen's not going to go home and like paint her, you know, one wall red and one wall purple and one wall you know, green. Well, actually I do have
0: a purple, there was a purple wall in our room in Jillian's bedroom. She has a purple wall. Okay. And in the master bedroom, I actually last year painted it and did some updating in there for that very reason. Excellent. And I do have um, a dark chocolate Brown wall.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I get one. So I I do accent walls, right? So you can, I wouldn't do a rainbow,
1: right? But you can do an accent wall. And the other thing you can do is um, you can throw splashes of colors with like a, um, with throw pillows or, get a Mm -hmm. you know a new cozy throw from um, one of the you know one of the home stores you can find something that's in your colors you can uh, find a painting that has those Mm -hmm. colors in it that you really like or uh, might be bedding it might be a vase it could be anything just a little spot of color and it can go anywhere from having you know a big giant accent wall painted to having just a little splash of color in a vase or a pillow that goes on your favorite chair Mm -hmm. or something So you want to find your, um, soul pleasing palette. Now, when you're, when you, if you're thinking right now, like, I have no idea what colors I really like or, or what I would enjoy, go to the paint store and look at those um look at the palette cards you know how you they have all those little color strips mm-hmm. that you can find and see what calls to you see what colors you're most drawn to and again don't think of them as colors that you're going to go paint a wall because sometimes what we love as our favorite color we wouldn't necessarily want to paint as a wall exactly um sometimes we do i mean in my house my two favorite colors are lime green and um and orange and we've got a terracotta wall and lime green mm-hmm. walls so just depends on how you want it to be. Um, but you, you're going to want a splash of that color. And the reason why is because oftentimes colors really affect our moods. Mm-hmm. And so if, you, if you're able to walk into a place where you really enjoy the colors, um, that can be assigned to you like, ooh, okay it reminds your body to start to go into that calming place. So um, so start with that. Then once you find, you know, once you have your sacred spot and you're going to work on that area, you want to clear out anything with a negative association. So for example, you might have old pictures in there and maybe there's a picture of somebody who you don't really get along with anymore or who you've, you've had issues with mm-hmm. or you don't agree, you have different values or guiding principles, what have you. And so, um, so you would want to take that out and you can move it somewhere else in the house if it's one of those things where like you can't get rid of the, um, you can't get rid of the picture because someone will be offended by it that's a whole nother show by the way, (laughs) but if that's the reality, move it to a different part of the house, get it out of your sacred space. So, and then on the (laughs) flip side, right in a box in the garage could work. Um, on the flip side, you also want to add things that have positive associations. So that might be, um, one of the things I used to have next to my office at work was a, um, and actually I still do, is this picture from a Crate and Barrel magazine of a beautiful picnic table set sitting by a pool um, looking out over the vineyards. And it was just like, I saw it in the magazine and it just spoke to me. And it was like, I could see myself there with the kids when they're teenagers, us all sitting around having lunch. And it was just something about it really spoke to me. And so I ripped it out of the magazine and pinned it up on my wall. And every time I was starting to kind of go to that harried place in the day, or I just needed a mental break, I would just stare off into that picture and imagine being there for a little bit so um so you want to put things with positive associations and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be your medal from um, a competition or a trophy or something it might be Mm -hmm. if you're really proud of that but um but do put things there that just make you feel good even if you don't know why they make you feel good So you want to add things with positive association. And then you want to think about finally, um, and you can think about this first or you can think about it after, but think about what you need the most in your life. So if your life is really hectic right now with all kinds of different things, with work, with social obligations, with all those kind of things, you might want a, a very simple space. You might want something that has very little clutter, which has just a couple of your very favorite things, maybe a nice cushy chair, a throw in your favorite color, a little vase of flowers, and a book. And that's it right? Now, if your life is really boring and you feel like you're in the same old routine over and over again, then you might want to create a space that really is very vibrant and has all kinds of things that might inspire you or stimulate you. Or, you know, you might want to have some music going, some different pictures. You might want to have a one of those digital frames that changes pictures each week and or each hour. I don't know. But um, Jen's rolling her eyes at me because her space needs to be simple because she has a crazy life right now. <laughs>
0: I hate those She's, things that change pictures because right when you're looking at it, oh yeah, it changes again. Well, you can adjust the speed. Oh. <laughs> so,
1: but, um, but yeah, so it just depends on what you need in your life at the current time. You want to think about what that space looks like and you want to go ahead and clear that out. So, um, So in thinking about this and thinking about creating this one spot that's yours, you'll always be able to come home to a place or come to work to a place that calms you and improves your mood. And if you have that little place to escape to when kind of the dregs of everyday life start to get you down or things go nuts, you can go to that place, even if it's for five minutes, even if it's just a quick break and you can sit there and cozy up and then it feels good. I like that. Yeah, so creating sacred spaces is is an important part of having um, is starting to improve your life because you want to be able to go there. Now, like I was saying earlier, once you get that done, and again, it might be a shelf, it might be um, a corner of your bathroom, it might be just the side next to your bed, and that's it. For me, I have a. I went through a big cleaning process because I used to pile stuff by the corner of my bed. And it used to drive me crazy. And so I went through and I cleaned it all out. And I put a couple of my favorite things that were in my soul-pleasing palette in the corner. And now, every night when I go to bed, I look at it and it's kind of like, ah, that's my nice little spice. You know, I have a little teeny vision board that's got um, some real inspiring pictures on it and stuff. But all very calming. And it just sits right there behind my pretty lamp. and. And that's it. It I don't need a bunch of stuff. And when it starts to get cluttered, I start to feel, like, stressed out. I clear it all out. And then that immediately brings me calm. Um, So, but ideally what you're looking for here over time is to spread that out from a corner to a room, from a room to a hallway, from a hallway to the rest of the house. and. If you share, you may want to talk to your partner or your kids or whoever, your housemates, whoever you're sharing with, about what sacred space feels like to them. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you guys each get a space. Or you create a space that feels sacred to both of you throughout the whole house. Nice. Yeah. So that's creating sacred spaces. Next week in Finding Your Feel Good, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about nurturing relationships that energize you. And then the following week, we'll be talking about knowing your fuel and your kryptonite. So uh, what energizes you and and what uh, seeps your energy and your strength from you? I'm sure you can all think of one or two of those things easily right now. No, no, not at all. So if you, um, if you want to learn more about life coaching and business coaching, you can go on our website at nourishlifeandbusinesscoaching, excuse me, nourishlifecoaching.com or nourishbusinesscoaching.com. You can also check out the KTHO Facebook page or the Nourish Life and Business Coaching Facebook page. So we love to hear from you, have your feedback on the shows, and happy to answer any questions about topics you'd like us to talk about. Very good. Yeah, so we'll see you next Monday, 515 on the Bright Side. Same place. All right. You're listening to K-Tahoe.